I want to introduce you to, this is Tom Tom. Say hi, Tom Tom. This is Tom Tom. Tom Tom used to be in the church. He used to sing in the choir. He used to go to Sunday school. He used to be on the praise team. And somehow or another, Tom Tom had 11 brothers and sisters. 11. Uh, with him, it would be 12. So in this is the safe haven. He was secure as long as he was in the uh, arms of the Lord, Tom Tom was safe. But somehow or another, Tom Tom, each week, each day, each month, each hour, Tom Tom left the church. He didn't call, he didn't text, he didn't Facebook. And every inch, he became comfortable away from the presence of the Lord. And this is where our scripture is coming from. I greet you uh, from Acts, the 20th chapter, verse 7 through 12 in King James, starting with verse 7. Upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart the morrow, and continued to speak until midnight. And there were many lights in the upper chamber, and they were gathered together, and he sat down at the, the window on a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen asleep, deep sleep. Paul was long preaching. He sunk down to sleep and fell down to the third loft and was taken up dead. And when Paul had, had fell upon him, he embraced him and said, Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. And therefore they came together, broke bread, eaten, taken long, while even till break day. And so... They departed. I want to extract from verse 10. And Paul went down and fell upon him and embraced him. And he said, trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. I want to speak this morning too close for comfort. Here's a young man named Tom Tom we've been introduced to. His bio, he was in church. He, he sung and Paul has a, an expression of being what time it is. And he began to preach and he began to preach. And you know, what Tom Tom did is what we do. We've heard the three Hebrew boys. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I understand. There was a, a fourth one that looked like, that appeared like the Son of God, and he, they didn't get scorched. Uh, we've heard about Samson, and we've heard about Delilah, and we've, we've heard about Daniel's in the lion's den. So as we begin to hear these sermons over and over and over, we get comfortable. There's an old college prank. 
lukewarm water while your classmate in your dorm room is sleeping if his hand and his finger is hanging over the bed or the chair and you get some lukewarm water and you stick his finger in the warm water, what you think going to happen? He begins to wet on himself. <laughs> Tom Tom became comfortable because just because Tom Tom was in the church and he heard the sermon. He became so comfortable that according to the text, Tom Tom fell three loss from the window. Oh my. Let's sing that song, that, that old uh, poem, Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty, let's go. Humpty Dumpty had on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Um, and I'll tell you why the king's men could not put Humpty Dumpty back together. Because they did not know King Jesus. And they did not know King Jesus. We go to the world to put us back together again. The world cannot put us back together again. So Humpty Dumpty had cracks in his life. And nobody wants to be with somebody that has cracks in their life. When they have an extension of three years without working. You remember Pastor Shannon mentioned that two-year period? Well, the world wants to know where you've been in the last five years when it talk about a job. And if you got a physical body that has no, no flesh hanging over the belt, they assume you've been locked up. And if you've been locked up, there's a, there's a delay in your job. And they don't want to hire you when you have an uh, uh, absence of years that you haven't been doing something. So since... Uh, Tom Tom heard the message all the time. Tom Tom should have been passing that, that sermon on to somebody on the outside of the church. However, say however. However, Tom Tom got relaxed. And we need to see not only the fragments of the cracks that entered into Tom Tom's life. Listen to the text. Verse 9, and they sat in the window and, and a certain man named Eutychus. He was between 16 and 19 years old. He being fallen into a deep sleep. And Paul was long preaching. I'm not going to be long. He sunk down and he fell from the third loft. Here it is, comma. He was taken up dead. He became unconscious. And when he became unconscious, he also had to deal with collateral damage. The mindset. When we go to the world, the mindset becomes fluttered. 
And you know when football players get in a game and they don't have their helmet on and or if they had a helmet on and they get hit at a proper area, they get a concussion. And this concussion back in those days and with his unconsciousness, they assumed that he was dead. Do you know we have believers sitting in the church unconscious and they assumed to be dead because the world has sucked them out. What is needed to be done to reach the falling? Watch what Paul does in verse 10. When Paul went down, he fell upon him. That means Paul left and he went where the young man was. The young man was on the ledge of the window. And what was this young man doing when he was on the window? He was looking on the outside. But he was on the inside. Did you get that? We are the church and somehow or another we get on the edge and we're on the inside looking out. There is nothing on the outside because the safe haven is in the house of the God where we serve him. So he became very comfortable. And when he fell from that third loft, I believe it was three stages in that fall because you're looking at over 10 feet high relaxed and comfortable, looking at the winds and the waves and looking at all the stuff and the fun. When I could be out there, I'm hearing these sermons over and over. I'm hearing these Bible classes over and over. But as Paul saw him fall, he did something. He went and he embraced him. We have to embrace the fallen. He, he fell upon him, comma, he embraced him, and here's what he says. He encourages the ones that are on the inside. How do I know that? Because the text says, trouble not yourselves, for his life is still in him. And what that means is, as the Bible says, train up a child in, in the way they should go. And when they will get older, they, they won't depart. Because our children are out there, we have to lift them up in prayer. Sometimes we have to go where they are. Oh, we understand the cross is here. And I'm going to tell you something that's interesting. The sheep gets lost in the text. The man searches for the sheep and become excited because there's value in that sheep that that sheep can bring you something see and the coin gets lost the, the woman searches for the coin because the coin has value the prodigal son gets lost and he's out there maybe just maybe the father should have went looking for the son. Maybe there is value on the lives of them that left the church. Maybe all they need 
is a word of encouragement. We understand, sister, that once you used to sing in the choir, and but because at one time in your life you began to sing in the juice joint, but you can still sing for Jesus. So you can come on back home. And how do you embrace her? You do not embrace her with pointing the finger. You embrace her with the arms of love. Hallelujah. So when she come back, now she is one of those that can also reach those in the juice joint because you know why? They're going to know where she at. They're going to want to have what she have. <laughs> Watch this. Trouble not yourselves for his life is still in him. What Paul was telling them, just because they're on the outside and they didn't fail, there's still a chance to reach them. And then, finally, and when he therefore come again, they had broken bread. Now, there's the communion. There is the fellowship. This is how the church operates. This is how God operates. Now, therefore, they come together and they break bread and eat it and take for a long while even till break day. What you think they discussing? They discussing the goodness of God after one has fallen. Heaven rejoices when it returns. They talking about the grace and the mercy, how God operates in the ones who are fallen. Now, Tom Tom don't have to be sad. Tom Tom can be glad. Smile. Look at that. He's been restored. He's got a smiling face. All those cracks have been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now he's back in the choir. He's singing his, uh, his whatever he was singing. Alto, whatever he was singing, he can sing it now because he's been restored. Somebody at one time in their life it's gotten comfortable because all the sermons of uh, the whale and Jesus and uh, Peter walking on water and we've heard it. And then we say to ourselves, we've gotten so comfortable. But I want to tell you, Jesus says to Peter, or Simon, Simon, Satan desires to sift us like wheat. Don't get too comfortable. Because someone is trying to take our kids. Someone is trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And the only way that we can reach them, we have to embrace them with the love of Christ. God bless you.